I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Real spoilers powered by reviewstl.com. Warning. The following film discussion will ruin the ending of any movie you haven't seen. Example. Bruce Willis is dead at the end of The Sixth Sense. See how I ruined it for you? Just like that. Here are a few more. Silent Breed is people! I am your father. Get it? Real spoilers. You've been warned. Broadcasting from the lush but not lavish studios located in the basement of the O'Keefe Institute for Advanced Film Snarkitude, this is Real Spoilers, episode 427, the box office report for the week ending November 11th, 2018. Happy Veterans Day. To you too. I got to get that out before someone says, "Why didn't you say Happy Veterans, Veterans Day?" <laughs> and then I hate America. Yeah. Can't have that. No, I can't. Yeah. Have that. What, so, the president? Yeah. I don't hate America. I mean, I'll, I don't. Love, I just want to be friends. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. So a, a completely platonic relationship. Right. I yeah. mean, yeah. Like I sure, think sure, of America sure. like a big brother. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I just friend zoned the country. America's just like I got in the friend zone. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, I guess before we go too far, let's go around the table and everyone can introduce themselves. This is Joe. This is Kevin. And this is Tom. And, and we have a guest. How about that? I'm John. John, uh, where are you from? <laughs> <laughs> you mean originally? Yeah. Or well, do when, I live around here when, often? Is when, that the... <laughs> when a man and woman love each other very much. Yeah. <laughs> go back to the very beginning. <laughs> yeah. Now I've been doing radio in St. Louis for the last, oh, 18 years or so, and uh, now I'm not anymore. It's yeah, that happens. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> so now yeah. you're a podcasting. Congratulations! Thank you. Yeah, you know it's it's become a sort of a second career for me. Oddly enough, is not being a podcaster, but being a guest on podcasts, <laughs> which is great. So thank you for inviting me. Thank oh, you. You're yeah. very welcome. Thank you for carving time out of your busy schedule. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's extremely busy. Yeah, yeah. call my people. It's a good way to keep your chops. Yeah, yeah that's right. But you already did something in Kansas City. That was yeah, cool. I was on I was on the radio on KMBZ uh, Thursday and Friday, and that was it was great because I got that phone call at nine thirty Thursday morning, yeah, <laughs> saying, "Can you come and do the show tonight?" <laughs> Kansas uh, City. Okay, how many hours does it take to drive it? Yeah, yeah, I can do that. So yeah, it really was that simple. Just hopped in the car and off I went. And you live in Illinois, so it's even further. It's you a have little to, far, yeah, yeah, it's, it's closer to five for you, probably right. Yeah, almost. Yeah, almost five hours, and yeah, it's fine, but. The good news is I got lucky because I have an uncle who hey, happens oh, to oh. live in Overland Park, Kansas. You got lucky with your uncle? That's <laughs> gross, dude. <laughs> is it like your play uncle? No, yeah. I, like your I uncle? had a place to sleep. Is oh, what I'm I, to. I didn't have to get a hotel room. <laughs> you were but. just sleeping in the in the radio station? Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Well, believe me, I've done that yeah. many, many, many <laughs> I've times I've done that, before. too. Yeah. yeah. That's what they have couches for. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, and you just try to sit, the, you well, try to, and you try to not think about what else might have happened on sure, that couch. Sure, it depends, I get it. Yeah, it depends on the station, because in Top 40 Radio, that's not what they have couches for. <laughs> yeah. I worked at the Alternative Rock Station, yeah. and it was like, I mean, we literally would hand out, we had we had condom keychains we would give out, <laughs> and I'm just like... The word biological takes on an entirely new meaning in yes. the radio station. One of the funniest phone calls we ever got when I worked in... When I worked at the point is uh, I don't even know if we ever aired it, but this guy calls in on the request line and we're like, uh, like, hey, the point. Yeah. You know, those kind of keychains you hand out. Yeah. Yeah. What about do they work? Are those real? Condoms? <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. No, those are thanks. <laughs> that was it. No. Thanks, Clint. Got to know. I just uh, got to know. That's right all I needed to know now. <laughs> I just need to know who I need to sue for child support. Is yeah. it you? <laughs> 
something like wow. somebody's years. about to get some. Or got some and is freaking out. Right. I don't think he'd be in much of a hurry to get off the phone. That depends on the situation. Now, John, there's this maraca in front of you, and so Dan's job is that is like when Joe says something offensive. It's not just which me. Is almost every time he opens his oh, mouth, you shake yeah. it. And so that's the audio of Dan rolling his eyes. Yeah. Have this ready to go. Yeah. yeah, perfect. Yeah, locked and loaded because you'll need it. Yeah. So uh, shameless plugs. Don't forget we're available on iTunes. You can go there, rate, review, subscribe. We have a new review. Oh, hey. we're on a roll. We are. Is it a wrestling-related one? No, it's no. worse. F it. Oh, it's worse. It's worse. Oh, it's a Monster Squad one. No, it's worse. What? what wait a minute. Hold, hold up. What, could, worse be, than what mon- could be better than wrestling or Monster Squad? It's worse than wrestling, and it's worse than Monster That's Squad. That's possible. Here's what they have to say. <laughs> Very fun and original. Uh, wow, I love this podcast. I like listening to all of the different perspectives, and it's also very unique to also also do a box office report each week, which we're doing right now. Ta-da! Look how unique we are. We start off great. Uh, <laughs> that's really neat. Keep up the great work. All right, I got to go. Lots of real spoilers episodes to binge. Kevin is my favorite. Oh, that is the worst. That oh. is the worst. Yeah, totally it's right. the worst yeah. ever. Bye. Did your wife write that? <laughs> She doesn't listen to the show. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. You think any of our wives listen to? They don't listen to us in real life. Yeah. Why would they? Why, why do people write? Well, I gotta go. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, why is it? Why would you put that in something that you're writing? I've, I've read that in letters before. Yeah. I'm old enough to have gotten letters. <laughs> what is it? A letter. Yeah, right, a letter. So <laughs> it was like yeah. things. Physical um, email. Like oh, right, 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 right. <laughs> oh. it's like somebody 3D printed an email. P mail. <laughs> like that. Physical mail. <laughs> oh, I was like, no, that's no, Trump. That's different. Yeah. Sorry, I got to run right now because it's what difference does it make? Yeah. Hey, can you please not insult my reviewer? No, no, no. It's cool. <laughs> just, He's like, I finally this is got a very one. important Look, reviewer. I, I let him go on very unique. Okay, <laughs> okay. So let's just move forward. <laughs> well, thank you very much. You are right. Sure. Yeah, the box Let's office report is great. You're right. Yeah, that's well, that too. I uh, you back to the I got to go. I've I've been working my way through Mash because it's on Hulu. Uh huh. Sure. And uh, um, and they do that on there on the Dear Dad episodes. He's where he's writing a letter home oh, yeah. to his to his father. He almost always like, well, gotta go. GTG. Yeah. Well, I don't think they no, were. They did not. Do that. Yeah. Brb. Lol. He he was hand drawing emojis. Which is just a smiley face at that point. Right. Oh Here's my gosh, an artist. original emoji. <laughs> yeah. Smiley face. Here's a, sk- a kinescope of my dick pic. <laughs> <laughs> just an outline. Just an out- right. a traced outline of a flaccid penis. <laughs> well, I do it flaccid. Well, it's but... cold in Korea. Sure, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was, they were there in the winter. And then the summer, <laughs> and then the winter, and then summer, <laughs> and then the winter. And the... <laughs> Cause, Seems the... to be a process. Yeah. But if you haven't watched Mash on Hulu yet, are you, are not, you mash? I'm, have you mash guy? You're not a. No. Oh, you don't like I'm, mash. I'm a mash the movie guy. Okay, I love the movie. It's and almost worth watching the show just to see, just like grab an episode and look at it, just yeah. to see what a great job they did remastering it. Oh, really? It okay. is beautiful, and they've they've they must have went back to the film print, so it's it's sixteen nine the instead of three is? four. Yeah. Oh, and so it's so it it's formatted for your screen, the new that's screens. Good. But that's yeah. crazy that they uh, didn't have. You know, stuff in the picture because I agree. if you're shooting for TV and you know it's four by three, it's surprising there wouldn't be mics and lights and things. In I agree. Perfume. I don't know what they maybe, did, maybe but they it looks like took them out. It wow. looks beautiful. It doesn't look. It doesn't look like they zoomed in and it's all funky. Um, yeah, I don't know what they did, but it looks amazing. Well, like, even older was uh, Dick Van Dyke show that I mentioned to you. I mean, yeah. that show isn't like pristine HD. Yeah. I cannot believe how crystal clear that show looks on Amazon. It blew me away. Yeah. There was a lot of that forward-looking stuff back then, though, because, I mean, if you look at the early... Well, I guess the, the mid-season episodes of Superman, the TV show, sure. they were shot in color long before anybody had color TV. Yep. Yeah. So... You know, they, I guess they figured eventually this is going to happen. We might as well make it look good for people who are going to watch them later. We're, sure. So were movies in color, but like yeah. in the theater, oh, yeah. but then TVs could only do black and white. Right. Yeah. So the TV shows still had, there were cameras and they had the capability to get color cameras, but yep. most people weren't uh, probably, uh, I'm guessing the film is more expensive. Yeah. Much. So, you know, so they were like, well, since TVs can't see it, we're not going to spend the uh, yeah, extra and money. Yeah. So, and, and so few people, have, well, at first TVs couldn't show color and right, then when right. they could there weren't very many so it was hard to justify the expense i think yeah. one of the first tv shows to flip to hd back when almost nobody had hd was i think law and order 
Oh, maybe. Well, they they shot a lot of those on film. Yeah. So, but I, I just remember it saying like in HD when I was like, "What the hell is that?" Oh, okay. Sure. Yeah. You know, yeah. and my dad had an HD TV, but he had a CRT. Oh, yeah. Like big giant three, like three, three four, the three, four or four, three or whatever it is, mm-hmm. TV. Yeah. Like, but it was also HD. Yeah. I had one mm-hmm. of those. I had a Panasonic uh, and a Sony CRT HD TV. The Panasonic <laughs> was four by three, but the Sony was widescreen. Still a tube TV, but it was yeah. widescreen. Weighed about 300 pounds. <laughs> yeah. And it was a thir- 27 or 32 inch, but or 34 inch because it was widescreen, but it was awesome. Now, the problem was there was no programming. Right. Right. So, like, we basically TV's- got like, the Super Bowl yeah. and Law and Order in HD. And, and that was the problem was, so when I, because I worked very early on, I worked at Circuit City, you know, another thing that people now don't Now you're know. just bragging. Yeah, right? Sorry. <laughs> Humble brag, my bad. But, uh, you know, so I was able to get a discount on a few different TV sets. So I got these really good HD TVs when they were not quite affordable yet. But then when you would watch regular TV and the bigger the TV was, the cable would look really crappy because it's just 480i up converted. Right. And so I was waiting and waiting, like, where is the programming? And once it came in, it was amazing. I mean, right. Now we're used to it. But when it first made the switch and cable was in HD and more... It was like your TV got LASIK. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. it was incredible <laughs> it was the, that first... It was to the point where like, we had to... So we wanted to cut the cord, but you can't. Like, unless you... Unless... We had an old tube TV. Not old tube, but... One of the later model tube TVs, but you couldn't run a Blu-ray player off of it. You couldn't do anything because there was no HDMI outputs. So it just got to the point where I'm just well, like, they used to be component. That's not even a thing anymore. Like uh, the newer Blu-ray player, he was still using the Atari yeah, two three right. box <laughs> TV game. Eight, it yeah. was the eight bit Nintendo. But you used to have five cables yes. for HD. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. now it's just one: red, green, blue, right, and then red, white for audio. Yeah. I remember, and uh, the ones that came with the cable box were so thick. Like the when cable when Charter here, which is now Spectrum first got hd they gave you these thick cables so you would have five of the thickest rca cables you would see bundled together and your whole tv like behind your tv set was like a jungle of <laughs> yeah. just these five cables to watch tv right and they were heavy yeah. and now that's just like a thin little oh god thing. the one the hdmi is great not just because of the quality but it's like it's that one cable right when when i got divorced uh this again going dark right, right. away. Sure. But, but when I got divorced, I, I moved out and I did what every guy does. I'm like, I'm going to get the biggest TV <laughs> I can find, and it was a it was an HD, but it was a rear projection sure. HD. So yeah. the thing was like three feet thick, yeah. and it was giant. It was yeah. like a 65 inch TV. Oh. I had to bring it home in a pickup truck. <laughs> like, and the base of it's two times as big. Exactly, yeah. and of course it's got these giant speakers in the base yeah. as well. I mean, it was just a nightmare. But it, you know, the back of it, where all the component cables, and it had I don't even remember if it had an hdmi input i think if it did it had one yeah. and probably not originally they didn't used to yeah it was just component before hdmi even existed but yeah every every possible input you could have it had like four or five of yeah. them so it was just a nightmare of this you know this giant yeah. three foot by three foot thing where it's like i'm supposed to figure out what to plug in there on this thing you okay. were like you were like an old-timey operator <laughs> yeah <laughs> just, yeah hold, hold please yeah <laughs> one ringy ding <laughs> well the other thing is too that before hdmi and before receivers started getting updated for hdmi you had digital optical and digital coax for audio as well yep so when you had component you had five cables for your one box whether it was a blu-ray maybe you had another one for the cable box but then each one or i guess not each one but you could have the tv output on either the digital optical or coax so you even had to have another yeah. cable whereas hdmi is one for all of it and the digital audio that was always the first thing that broke because the little door mm-hmm. on the digital audio the <laughs> yeah. you try to put that cable in, it's like, and those ah. optical cables are made of glass fiber yeah, that's yeah. the uh, they are mm-hmm. fiber optics, just like uh, like advanced networks are ran off of, and so you couldn't bend them or, or cyborg them up. No, yeah, no. true. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. What happens. So you'd have to be careful if you accidentally were like trying to unplug your optical cable and you stepped on it. You're just like, no, Son of a, it's, it's done. Yeah, it, see, it John, cracks. You bought a TV after you got divorced. I bought a TV that I almost got me divorced. Oh, good man. <laughs> I think was, that's the mo- most likely of the stories. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was like you know we had to get rid of the tube TV, so I go to Target and I'm looking at the TVs on the wall, and I was like. Yeah, all right. They all pretty much look the same. I'll just get that one. And the guy wheels it out, and it's on a, like a, a what do you call it? Like a, a semi truck? No, it's on like a giant <laughs> the dolly. Car, the big, dolly. Yeah, yeah. And I was just like, huh. It didn't look as big on the wall. It didn't look as big yeah. as maybe it's just the box. So I was like, cool. So I put it in the car. I get it home. I open the box. There's it's the box. Like it's it's to the edges of the box. Yeah. And I was just like, I well, 
It's in the house now. <laughs> so I get it up on top of the entertainment center, and it barely fits. You're like, honey, we'd have to pay a restocking fee. <laughs> yeah, right. What am I supposed to do? So I take the kid, the, the oldest kid, to a skate party. I've got it all set up. I get a phone call at the skate party. Hey. Hey, what's up? Why did you buy a movie screen? And I was like, what? Oh, oh. So I'm like, it's pretty big, huh? And she was like, yeah. That's a gutsy move to not Why talk to her before buying yeah. a big I told screen her, TV. I told her that well, we need to get a new one. Uh-huh. I It's my fault. Like, I misjudged the size of it. Because, <laughs> like, you know, you see them up on the wall. She's like, I know the feeling. Yeah, she yeah. does. She yeah. totally gets it. <laughs> you wouldn't believe how big this thing yeah. is. I talked it up too much. That was the problem. Yeah. <laughs> so you always uh, got to undersell. Yeah, undersell. Yeah. That undersell, way, over deliver. Over deliver. Yeah. But, yeah, like, you look at the wall, it's like, you know, 50, 55, 60, 65, It's a huge 70. wall with a 20-foot ceiling. And they ceiling. all look the yeah. same. And I was like... The middle one. And I was like, oh. And I, I was like, you know what? If it's too big, I'll just take it down to the basement. I'll bring the one upstairs. She's like, no, 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 no. This one stays in the living room. You can keep your piece of crap TV <laughs> Well, at least she liked it. Yeah, That's right, good. Yeah, right. yeah. Do you, Like, if it's too big, I'll tell it to think about baseball. <laughs> yeah. Do you, you guys, when I, again, I don't want to mention where I worked because I don't want to brag too much. But Dude, I worked at Blockbuster. It's fine. <laughs> so the first LCD TV when we got them in uh, was a Sony. And it was a 40-inch Sony LCD, so it was a flat one, and it was up on the wall, and then there were all these accessories you could sell for it. Guess how much the Sony 40-inch HD LCD TV cost? Four grand. $2,500. I'd say about three. Ten grand. Wow. $9,999. Circuit City, you could only ring up 10000 on one ticket. You had to sell them the TV on one ticket, and I believe the tax and accessories on the next ticket. Like, <laughs> I mean, seriously, like this TV, and you know what? I mean, we were down in Chesterfield, which is an affluent area here in, in, in the St. Louis area, and uh, people bought the thing, and I just was like, 10000 And think about it now. You can get a 70-inch 4K Whoa. smart TV for around 1000 Oh, yeah. Vizio, if, really if good that. TVs. They, yeah. they have these yeah. TVs now that are Roku-enabled TVs, right? uh, yeah. and I think the 55-inch one, 4K, 55-inch, is 378 yeah. three yep. 400 yeah. bucks. 10000 for a 40-inch HD, but no smart. You know, the very first basic, like, you know, screen. Well, uh, my dad bought that HD. That's why I was so mad. I'm like, he he left when I was 12, and I'm like, now <laughs> you're an early adopter? Uh, <laughs> like, I, 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 like, it was like... I needed a telethon to get my Atari twenty six hundred, and now you're oh, rock- now, you, now, now you, you got the cash. Now you're rocking an HDTV in nineteen ninety eight. Are you kidding me? The, the first time I ever saw four K TV, uh, we were in Seattle. We were going on a cruise to Alaska, and I see now I'm bragging. Yeah. Um, but we were in Seattle just walking around, and there happened to be a Bang and Olufsen store. And Whoa. now, and can, you, can you say that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And B&O. I oh, mean, yeah, they're a, the Olsen twins are of age now. Yeah. <laughs> but they weren't back then. Continue. Oh, Olufsen. So, uh, that, okay. But yeah, but with B&O, I mean, you're always going to pay a premium because it's, it's amazing stinky. stuff anyway, right? Because it's um, stinky. Yeah. But uh, they had a, an early 4K TV, and I think it was a 50-inch, and it was eleven grand. And the base, which you had, a, had to buy with it because you couldn't hang it on the wall, it was another two. Oh, so, oh my god! Yeah. Well, I didn't even mention that those uh, those TVs, those originals, those were monitors. They were not HD TVs. You couldn't say that they were HD monitors. There was a processor box that was the brain, that was the oh, tuner, really? that was the you know the actual computer that, that got you a signal. Yeah, of some there sort. was it was a it was basically a dumb device. It was a monitor that would just display what another box told it to. So That's that funny. I mean, they were so just to get it that thin, they couldn't put any computer stuff. In there, right, right? right so right. you had another digital cable that was sent the information. This has been tech talk. I know. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm so old. My HD TV was in black and white. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> so, uh, we were in the middle of shameless plugs. Don't forget, we're also available on Facebook. You can go to facebook.com slash real spoiler. Join the League of Show Sharers. People who were kind enough to uh, share the show this week. Griffin Fox Smith, Librarian Cynthia, Susan Carlson, Travis Tewitt, Tom Comiskey, Chris James, Julianne Jordan, Lane Levanway, Timmy Tuzoons, Chris Magic Man, Tammy Sherman Powers, Chris Sanders, Aaron Marlowe, Laura Connolly Quiddick, Richard Lawson, Brent Smith, and Ron Johnson. So uh, thank you for doing that. And also, uh, one last thing, don't forget our Patreon account at patreon.com slash real spoilers. So, yeah, if you checked out, there was a new episode that got put up. Uh, we put on both feeds just to give you a taste where I did an interview with... It wasn't really an interview. It was more just like a two-hour conversation about John Constantine. It was supposed with, to be an interview and turned into a podcast, and so we're like, this is an episode. Yeah, so yeah. we'll just put it out Screw there. Screw it. Yeah. Uh, so about so Rich Hanley, a uh, friend of the show, uh, just did like a retrospective book on John Constantine, one of my favorite DC characters. So we just got 
Super now wait a minute. Nerdy. Is this John Constantine or John, uh, John Constantine? Okay, you're supposed to say nerd. It, but I don't want to, you know, put that. <laughs> you out You only there. get too nerdy. Yeah, right. Yeah. Too you, nerdy. you had no problem on the nerdy podcast because I was talking right to a fellow nerd who, like, I knew if I said it wrong would be chastised. Well, our me. listeners would call you. I'm sure someone yeah. out there would is be John like, Const- "Isn't Joe a comic book guy?" The, the Vertigo version is Constantine. The DC <laughs> Universe version is Constantine. Uh, but no, this week I think Kevin and I are going to do Suspiria, the yeah. old, the original one. Of it, maybe. Yeah. We'll see what our schedule can handle it. <laughs> well, awesome. So that's all out there as well. So there's all of that. I guess we will now turn our eyes to the box office. Kevin has his abacus at the ready, Kevin. I do. Almost. It's almost ready, but I have a bone to pick with you. With I me? realized. What yeah. Yeah. I, I oh, realized. See, he gets that review. Now he's all I high know. and mighty. Wow. Yeah. Thank, thank you very much. Straight to his head. Uh, this is Kevin, by the way, fan favorite. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I, I just, <laughs> I wanted to mention that you just put me, someone liking me on the podcast beneath monster squad and that is <laughs> yeah. extremely offensive because when you start saying that i'm like okay this has got to be really bad but i know what you said i stand by my statement wow because i know you hate monster squad so i'm really starting to rethink this relationship it's such a great movie <laughs> anyway okay let's get to the box office look at you split here so uh this weekend uh the movie of the week is not number one at the box office it is a kids movie finally something to replace that channing Tatum, favorite of Joe's, yeah. Smallfoot. Smallfoot. Uh, Dr. Seuss's The Grinch. Not my favorite, for the record. Yeah. John oh. looked at me like I was an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what's with this guy? <laughs> but uh, Illumination, the people behind the Despicable Me franchise and Minions, they took on Dr. Seuss's The Grinch, and it opened to an estimated $65 million. That's so a huge opening. I mean, these those you know those movies make a ton of money, and you know they did the same. They applied their animation style to The Grinch and uh, doing quite well there. So Everybody see that? Yeah. How was it? Really? Yeah, I didn't care for it. Would you it was just would you like the live action one? I, I you know, oh, I know God. I know people love to hate on that movie, but and I, I haven't I haven't seen it since it came out, to be perfectly honest, but I remembered enjoying it. Ugh. Okay. But that's Katie loves that movie too. A lot of people love it. Yeah. It's so bad. Like it's I don't feel like it's that bad. It's really like I'd have to watch it again because <laughs> yeah. I, I don't understand the hate for it, but but this was just boring. Like they, Dang. it's it's like the Grinch. Like it's like, oh, we can't have him be too mean because we want to sell oh. sell stuffed animals. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> it yeah. just reminds me of the animated version. So it's like, yeah, we'll go Lugosi. <laughs> or no, yeah, no, 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 Lugosi. Karloff. Yeah, Karloff. Yeah. Right. Yeah. we'll go Karloff and then put Thor or uh, Thorl Ravenscroft in charge of the music and yeah. make it as dark <laughs> and just scary and as we Jones. possibly can. Yeah, which yeah. is great. I, I I love that that nineteen sixty six. 25 minute so great yeah. special I mean, it's one of it, it is my favorite christmas i mean that is i'll yeah. watch it every christmas i've got the blu-ray i love that well i mean it's a redemption story so if he doesn't start off that bad there's right. nowhere to go right right, right. you know right. i'm He's, not saying he needs to be disemboweling who's but <laughs> <laughs> yes he does yeah well and, and that's like i mean that, that goes to the blazing saddles thing they have to use that word over and over and over again because if they're not that racist it's not that big a deal when they stop right yeah Absolutely. Yeah. What did he say? I think he said the sheriff is near. Yeah. <laughs> I do love that. But the funny thing about that movie, too, is, you know, growing up, I've seen that movie so much. I, Katie and I watched it the other day. It's it's just a great movie. But I was like, I know every word of this movie. Like, yeah. I didn't even yeah. think about it that I did. But as it came on, I could predict every line. You mean the Grinch or Blazing Saddles? Well, I haven't seen the Grinch yet. It may be. We, <laughs> no, the original one. Oh, oh, no, I yeah. mean, I don't even know that one as oh. well, but no, with Blazing Saddles, it's like, man, it's just, it's such a classic, and almost every line is just, I mean, yeah. it's hilarious. That, yeah. that was a, that was a like a bonding moment. Like, so my sister and I did not get along growing up, but like, as we got older, we're like, we're all the other one has at this point, so. We kept stealing all our boyfriends. Well, yeah. Or actually, it was more her friends. Oh, so that's right. So, a little right. bit different. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but. Like that was one of the bonding movies. Yeah. So and it still is to this day. Like anytime we're joking around, we're just like, yeah, look at that. Steady as a rock. Yeah, that's about shooting. <laughs> that's, <game>. it, <laughs> seriously, it's like every line or every other line is just. Yeah, I mean, it's genius. Great. It's Pryor, right? I mean, it's Pryor wrote it. Co-wrote it. Co-wrote it. Yeah. With with Mel Brooks. Right. Yeah. So I mean, it's. I mean, and just Gene genius. Wilder kills every scene. He's so good. Well, yeah. he was Pryor was supposed to play. Sheriff right. right, and they yeah, couldn't, they, and the they couldn't get him. Wouldn't let him. They couldn't get him insured, right? Yeah, right. Is yeah, that yeah. post? Is that post? No, I, no, I mean, I think he, I forget what his he deal set was. On fire no, yet? he did, he sets himself oh, on fire right. like oh, ten right. years yeah. later. But uh, um, I forget what it was. But they couldn't get him insured. Is hmm. the story I heard? Yeah. And so they, they had they. So could you imagine what that movie would have been with him in it? Not to take anything away 
from the gentleman that was. Oh, Cleavon Little was. Cleavon Little was amazing. Was I think looking at it now and knowing Richard Pryor, knowing his movies, and Richard Pryor, you know, has done some great stuff. But looking at it now, I think Cleavon Little is a much better choice. He, like, he's a little smoother. Yeah, it yeah. just. Yeah, he was. He's very. He, he's yeah. a much better straight man. Yeah. Yeah. To Gene right. Wilder than. Right. Absolutely, I think I, I, Richard Pryor would have been too big for the role. I, well, I I disagree because I think I think as as the younger two in the room, you're not remembering like Gene Wilder and Silver Richard Street. Pryor oh, were, were a Stir, comedy team. Stir crazy, yeah. and, Stir crazy, yeah, and, and, Silver Street, yeah, Silver, Silver Streak. What was the one where they're in jail? Stir That's, crazy, oh, stir crazy, so and then good. hear no evil, see no evil. Right. Not like, that that can't work, but for yeah. the role, I just feel like because Bart is so reserved, and he's also very smooth, and I just I don't know. I feel like Richard Pryor would have been bigger for yeah. that for that particular role. It's not the favorite. team. I just work. it bums me out because Richard Pryor, as a comedy legend, never had a great movie. Nope. Yeah. He oh, never, you don't like Superman three? three? <laughs> like JoJo Dancer, your life is right, calling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, Brewster's Millions. He never had that like <laughs> that. He never really like transferred it to the screen. The yeah. super no. racist, the toy. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Teresa, was, Gan- Harlem- Teresa Ganzel. Yeah, oh. was it Harlem Knights with a K? Oh yeah, is that him? Yeah, yeah. Harlem- and yeah, what was uh, what was the one where he was a Vietnam vet and came back and was all screwed up and and had to readjust to society and his wife left him and all of this. Born on the Fourth of July. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, uh, Margot Kidder. Played a hooker in this movie, Superman and, and three. she was the yeah. one that ended up. She ended up kind of bringing him out of it. Yeah, hmm. uh, I don't remember this one. Uh, it wasn't a bad movie. Yeah, it, you know, it wasn't great, but it wasn't terrible. And yeah, he, he made a couple. Um, like things are tough all over. That was yeah. They, they were pretty interesting to watch at the time, right. and they were a little darker. That than stock you'd car expect. movie. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. I love his Bill Cosby story. Yeah, with him and well, I guess it's Eddie Murphy's Bill Cosby story. I was gonna say, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, with yeah. With, yeah. Especially yeah. now, especially now, yeah, yeah. It's like, man, no, f him. You say what you want. Okay, <laughs> tell Bill to have a coke and a smile and shut up. <laughs> <laughs> so, Doctor Seuss's The Grinch uh, had a seventy-five million dollar budget. I only have the domestic numbers right now, so sixty-five on a seventy-five. We know these movies do five hundred million overseas. Yeah, and I you mean, know what? Good for Scott Mosier. Yeah, this is, this well, is by this the way, is, this is, Scott this is his directorial debut. Yeah. So Scott Mosier, the reason why he left Smodcast, he's been producing all these animated films. Yeah, he and did, he did that. Like, he did the Turkey, Turkey movie. One. He's been, but he's been producing these other films, and he is co-directing The Grinch. So Scott Mosier, Kevin Smith's longtime friend mm-hmm. and producer, uh, directed The Grinch. I don't know if you realize that. Tom. I did. I saw his name. Oh, on the okay. Yeah. So, so good for him. Yeah, I yeah. mean, if you're but, gonna if you're gonna come out of the box with your first movie, come out with a hit. Yeah, that's that's awesome. So good for him. I, I you know the I'm happy for his success. I just I miss Smodcast. He's isn't he back? There haven't been. I mean, if there's been episodes, maybe I'm been, like ten back. And yeah, he's still on the- <laughs> I think the last Smodcast was like two years ago or oh, something. Right. I mean, they're way behind. If, I just listened if, to one with uh, Dan Harmon. How old yeah. is that one? And I'm then, not sure, but with both of them, or one is a guest filling in. It's Dan. It's Dan Harmon's filling in for Mosher. That's what I'm saying. Like Kevin yeah. S- Smodcast is Kevin Smith and Scott Mosher. Sure, you know, sure. and I just I miss that. But good for him. Yeah, I'm I'm glad you mentioned that because uh, yeah, I'm glad to see it doing well. Uh, so we'll see what happens in the coming weeks. It will make hundreds and hundreds of millions. It's I a again, this movie too. And we're coming up on that. Yeah, um, I mean, like I mentioned earlier, I love the 1966 special. So I'm excited for this, even though I know the word isn't that great. Like I just love the Grinch. So it was Benedict ex- Cumberbatch too, right? Yeah, yeah. He's the Grinch. The weird thing is too, though, is that it's like Benedict Cumberbatch not doing a Benedict Cumberbatch voice, which yeah. which I get that he's doing a voice, but it's like you got Benedict Cumberbatch to not sound like Benedict Cumberbatch, <laughs> and he has a very like dark, like a very he has a good voice, so right. it's interesting they may changed it so much. Yeah, and he, he really sounds he did it. He really, and it, it's not like he went in it in like this crazy direction. He no. sounds he sounds very like just. Milk toast. Yeah, it's like yeah. so. You're not going to do a crazy voice, but you're also not going to use your awesome Benedict Cumberbatch voice. So I thought that was an interesting choice. But anyway, if so, by interesting you mean boring. Well, I thought it was. <laughs> I didn't see it, so you know I can't. Did they say, bring but... back Taylor Momsen to be Cindy Lou Who? Hopefully well, not. she's like 35 That's now. True, yeah, so yeah. and in like a weird and super grungy rock yeah. band or something. Yeah, like goth rock. St. Louis is own. Oh really? Yeah, she's wow. from St. Louis. I didn't know okay. that. Yeah, hmm. there you go. Some kind of hero, by the way, was that Richard? Oh, movie. okay, I remember that. Yeah, I remember that now. Yeah. So we'll see what the Grinch continues to do. But number two at the box office is the movie from last week, Bohemian Rhapsody. It brought in another twenty-eight point two million dollars. 
45% drop in week two. It is approaching $100 million domestic. Uh, it's doing quite well. $110 million overseas, though, uh, as of this weekend's update. So we're, we're looking at over 200 on a $52 million budget in two weeks. I, uh, people are talking about I on my feed constantly. People I'm seeing people going to, go see going to see it, excited to see it. People and people love it after they see. It. I mean, non critics, right? So just right. friends that aren't critics. So we were a little harsher on it. Not that we said it was terrible, but you know, we're criticizing a little. But people that see it are just like someone literally on my feed said 15 thumbs up. That's a lot. Of like thumbs. I mean, that's it's a lot just, of thumbs. Yeah, yeah. checked out. Gotta call all your friends. <laughs> yeah, but I just was like, wow. I mean, people love it. So the box office is reflective of that. And so, it's interesting, like. This this critic versus move like traditional moviegoer thing is becoming more and more contentious. Like we had the thing with Venom, or uh, where the, the critics well, just destroyed Venom. I think the difference between Venom and Bohemian Rhapsody, though, is like we sat here and said, "Here's what's wrong with Bohemian Rhapsody," but it's still basically a fun movie, right. and I get why you're going to leave the theater having had a good time. I like Mamma Mia too, but Venom is just a giant turd, right? Like I don't down the street in the wind in the wind. Yeah. Like I don't please let's not give them that. (laughs) I don't get why anyone walked out of Venom having a good time. It is. It's the DC Marvel zombie thing. Like, nope, it's a Marvel movie. It's a quote unquote Marvel movie. Yeah, I don't know, though. There's not that many fanboys. I mean, people just they were fine with it. They're not. It's not a fanboy. If there were that many fanboys, we'd we'd have three Green Lantern movies. Yeah, I mean, I mean, didn't I mean, did <laughs> Venom true. do better than Batman v Superman? Yeah. Or it's, I mean, yeah, it did better than like Ant Man and the Wasp. Yeah, I mean, that's it's insane. It's his number. So I mean, it goes beyond just like the fanboys. It's whatever that movie did. People were not looking for anything other than some crazy kills and some yeah. funny moments. Which it and, didn't even get. I, we Joe, I did you see the poster for Deadpool two, mm-hmm. the PG thirteen yeah. Deadpool two? Have you heard what they're gonna do? What's that? So they're gonna book chicken noise whenever he comes. Yeah, no, they're gonna bookend it. Like they did the Princess Bride, oh, right, yeah, with Fred Savage, yeah. Oh, that's pretty smart. With Deadpool reading reading the story, story of Deadpool to, yeah. to Fred Savage, yeah. I, if that beats, if the if the PG thirteen re release of Deadpool two beats Aquaman at the box office, I, I think they're out at the same time. I, I feel like they're I, well, they moved Aquaman to Christmas. Remember, yeah. Like, isn't Deadpool going to come out a, a couple weeks earlier though? I, okay, like, de- you know. But still, like you're still, they're still gonna. I mean, people are the PG a PG thirteen Deadpool with as much as it oh, did. A movie as, that already as, came out, yeah. But as much as the rated R cut did, yeah, you have to believe that that's gonna this this PG thirteen cut is maybe gonna do more. I maybe well, not. I don't know. I think it could get close, and I think it's brilliant because again, <laughs> just from my own experience, I have a nine year old that I you know really wants to see Deadpool, and I I haven't let him watch the movie. So being able to take him to the theater and have him watch a Deadpool movie, that's a cool thing to right. be able to do, and. There's a lot of people out there that kids get dropped off at the movies and they can buy their own tickets to this. It's going to be huge. And then there's going to be a lot of adults that go support it, too. It's it's also, I think you're going to get a lot of rewatches because you're going to have different stuff. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It'd be like seeing Anchorman, the the second cut of Anchorman 2. Yeah. Now you've got you've got adults taking their kids. You've got kids on their own. You you know, adults just going to check it out. It's going to be huge. This is Marvel's test. I'm I guarantee you Marvel said try to go like if you can get a PG-13 cut of this. Go do it. And if you can be successful with a PG-13 cut right. of a movie that's already been out, right. and it makes this much money, then right. they can start making and, original and Marvel ones. says, okay, I guess we can try yeah. to figure it if, yeah. if Fox can figure this out, I think we can yeah. figure this out. Or this might be Marvel like, yeah, I know the deal doesn't go through till January 1st, but we're going to try <laughs> something here, okay? No, I, do. I, I really do. Like, I think if Marvel, abso- Marvel di- slash Disney absolutely want Deadpool in the MCU, there's no doubt in my mind. Oh, yeah. So this is the test to get... If they can, if they can make Deadpool work yeah. in a PG thirteen environment, totally. I, yeah. I th- yeah, I think they they can definitely do that. So it will be interesting to see what the numbers end up being. But anyway, Bohemian Rhapsody uh, two hundred on a fifty two, so that will continue to climb here. Number three, the Nutcracker in the Four Realms. So people still turning out for this thing and and talk about another one with bad reviews. But uh, you know, it's a Disney movie. It's a big, flashy, colorful thing. Nine point five million is a fifty three percent drop. $35 million in two weeks, though. So, I mean, for a Disney movie around Christmas time, though, that's pretty poor box office. Well, my guess is they didn't... What what, what they spend on it again? Um, I can't I don't imagine. Know that we had, I don't know that we had a budget last... Uh, oh, 120? Oh, okay. Well, yikes! I would have thought it would have been less than that. 35 in two weeks on a 120. No, okay. I mean, this thing was supposed to be, but I mean, it got torn apart because it's just not good. Yeah. It's, it really... Uh, again, I mean, they know how to make... Which a, is weird because if there's anything kids love, it's... <laughs> 
it's ballet. Yeah, sure. Yeah, it's ballet and, and, and classical music. Yeah. I mean, it's like it, it, it's around this house. It's like enough. <laughs> Play a video game. Do something yeah. else. Turn down your Mozart, Brian. Yeah, you know there's porn on the internet, you nerd. <laughs> like, so uh, it, it is made uh, and only it made forty million overseas as well. So it's not even like it's doing the international numbers. So I mean, there's still time, and it's is not it even who directed this. Oh, is it uh, anybody of note? Uh, Lass, Lass Hallstrom. Okay, so no. V? Yeah. <laughs> no, um, it was just A Lass Hallstrom. Like oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, Would you like to know uh, Mr. Holstrom's yeah. uh, director credits? Yeah. Um, What's Eating Gilbert Grape? Oh, well, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's good. Uh, the Cider House Rules. Okay. Yeah. Chocolat. This is yeah. a weird. Um, <laughs> but Chocolat was a hit. Yeah. It was a hit. Yeah. yeah. Dear that John. Was... That's another what Channing Tatum, one? right? I mean, that no. was an, oh, I was thinking oh, of that the was show. that Nicholas Sparks yeah, one where like what was the show? Who was on that show? On Dear, Dear John. John was that uh, Judd Hirsch? Judd Hirsch, yes. yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, a Dog's Purpose, which would as a hit a that couple years hit. ago, that was a hit, and now the Nutcracker. So I mean, yeah, I mean, going all well, the way. I, okay, when you're like kids love ballet, <laughs> I get hiring the guy from A Dog's Purpose because you're like, what else do kids love? <laughs> Dead puppies. <laughs> he made a hit movie about a dead puppy. Did you say going all the way? No, I don't think so. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, you may have been going somewhere else. I thought you mentioned the movie going all the way. Oh, no. Okay, that would be even weirder. <laughs> that would be <laughs> Oh, no, I was starting to say going all the way back to oh, the okay. 90s, right, right, the early right. 90s. Sorry, yeah. He, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so, I mean, he's got a, a pretty good resume here and a lot of hits, but uh, it, but this I, is Disney. It doesn't even matter who directs it. Like, this no, should be making yeah, money. Yeah. I will say it's fascinating for as many, like, Successful movies he's made, like I don't know that I've ever heard that dude's name before in my life. Nope, I know those movies. Yeah. I, I, but yeah, those movies. Chocolat, when I worked at Blockbuster, you could not keep that thing on the shelf. Yeah. Chicks dig chocolate. Johnny Depp in every twenty days. Is that what it days. was? Was it Julia Pinoche? Julia Pinoche. Oh Johnny, yeah, yeah. she yeah. looked so good in that movie. There it is. Oh. And I think people thought Johnny Depp looked pretty good too. <laughs> yeah. So you know, <laughs> like, was he in that? I'm sorry, yeah. I didn't yeah. notice. Well, just depends from. We what don't th- judge you. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. Don't chalk a little, chalk a lot. <laughs> That's right. John could never get to the part where he came on screen. <laughs> no, he what came now? on the screen. <laughs> I think you need a maraca. <laughs> yeah. This is white chocolate. <laughs> uh, oh, wow. Jeez. Oh, oh, so anyway, uh, coming in at number four. There's another moment where Dan says there's a disturbance in the force. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you could be. <laughs> uh, number four is the movie of the week, Overlord, $9 million opening week and uh, we do not have a oh we do have a budget it's 38 million dollars that's a good looking movie for 38 million dollars yeah, and i gotta tell you it's pretty smart they did not put this up against halloween yeah because it would have gotten swallowed i know up. somebody said that to me uh on the radio they were like well this is uh, got zombies it should have came out of halloween and i'm like and gotten its ass <laughs> handed to it <laughs> oh, it would have made yeah. like 10 no what did it make this this week it, it made, made nine million. It made five. They yeah. honestly, they should have put this out like the third week of August. Yep. Yeah. Oh, well, for sure. The thing yeah. is, so I saw two horror previews before this one, which makes sense since it's the genre Did you of the, the one movie. For Prodigy. I don't think so. With the little boy. No. Oh, buddy. But it looks pretty good. But I saw two horror previews, and both of them come out in April. What were they? So I, I can't remember what they oh. were honestly, but that was um, the John Krasinski movie came out in april right yeah so it's like so now it's like where john wick comes out on valentine's day deadpool comes out in february you know they've got the action movies in february thing but it's like now they're like oh april we can see some scary movies so it's just so weird that we just hit halloween we're approaching thanksgiving we're still getting horror movies and then now next april we're expecting two more it's like (laughs) there really are no months anymore yeah i mean because you're halfway like you get those like kind of like those militaristic movies in that first week in january January, yeah yeah. right you know you got american sniper and then what was the other one? The Lone Survivor. Yeah, that's and what then it was. 13 Days, I think, came out around then. Like, yeah. that, that was like, like that right. seems to, for whatever reason. It was American Sniper first, right? Yes. No. And, or it was, was Lone, Lone Survivor, Survivor first. Okay. Okay. Oh, was then it? American Sniper. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, it's, it's just that, like, there's, you're right, there's no. But I'm like, I'm like two horror movies yeah. in April. You there's know, no and, rhyme or reason. And that thing makes months. sense. It anymore. does. Yeah. Like but, that, but that's the cool thing, though, is that we, you know we've they found the formula. They're keeping the budgets low on the horror movies, and they found out they're like people like these movies. You don't have to wait till once a year. Right. People will go out if it's good. I think that there are things that they didn't want to go up against. 
No, sure. Like you, I don't think any horror movie was like we should stay away from that Halloween movie. Yeah, that's gonna that's gonna eat everything yeah. up. So we'll just wait a few weeks, let it die off a little bit, and then we'll put ours out. Which is what they did with this. They they gave what Halloween a month, couple, yeah, yeah, because Halloween opened like, like what two 19th? weeks before it Halloween? did. Yeah. yeah, I think it was the nineteenth. So yeah, like a month before it's in week four. Yeah, right. So. so they were they timed that pretty well. And I gotta tell you, it's awesome. What's we'll that? get into it. Overlord. Oh, this so. way? <laughs> well, so. you also got to figure the uh, international box office on this thing is going to be unbelievable. Oh, in Germany, it's going to be great. Massive. Oh, massive. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> they get it. Oh, that's they not know. what you meant? <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, subcontinent. I mean, that movie is going to do unbelievable business. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully. So, yeah. Uh, but $9 million, I mean, it's it's not going to go up next week. No. So yeah, I, I can't be happy uh, with that. $9 million no. out of 38 and there's no overseas money And they yet, were pumping so. that. A lot, like there were a lot of ads and a lot yeah. of you know. Like we'll get into TV that. Spots. I have, I have, I have some discussion about that, and I'm not saying whether it's right or wrong, but I do want to talk about the way they advertised the movie and what ended up happening. Sure. It. So we'll get into that next episode. Number five, The Girl in the Spider's Web, a, another new movie, the last of this franchise, apparently. Well, based on this, yeah, because eight point three million dollars. Well, yeah, it's a prequel, but I don't think they're. It gonna is be, a prequel. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But I don't think they're going to be making any more of these soon. $8.3 million. I think it's going to get rebooted as a show on the USA Network. It should or, have I mean, been it a TV show. Be, it was a yeah. TV it, show originally. And that's the well, one, it was a TV movie. That's yeah. the one where Queen Elizabeth kicks everybody's ass. Right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so $43 million budget for that. So it, it only made a couple million overseas plus the 8.3, so about 10. What did the Fincher version do? Um, I don't. Rem- it did well though, right? It did. It was like it did okay. Yeah, like it was. Like, yeah, it wasn't a flop, but I don't. Yeah. It wasn't a hit either. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so that was two thousand and eleven. Yeah, well, I think uh, we did an episode. Did we do a show on that? We yeah, may have. Uh, no, that's two years before we started the show. Oh, that would have been hard. Uh, the girl, <laughs> the girl with the dragon tattoo, twenty eleven, made one hundred and two domestic, one hundred and thirty overseas, so two hundred and thirty two point six million on a ninety million dollar budget. So All right, it made money. But uh, it wasn't a huge success. So, I, yeah, I mean, they, they definitely can't be happy with this one. Uh, it even, the original, the original reboot made 12.7 opening weekend. And this was eight. So, oh, yeah. Okay. It's, but this all, and, you know, this one doesn't have Daniel Craig. Yeah, it doesn't and, have anybody. But, I mean, but uh, was it Rooney Mara wasn't a thing yet. I think she kind of became a thing. That was, with, yeah, that this was, was where yeah, yeah. Like, So, but party. Daniel Craig, I mean, he was already. He's coming a, off James Bond. It's funny that he did an interview where, like, he had bulked up. For Casino Royale, and he was like, "I was in the best shape of my life." Oh, and they then they, him. and then they said, "You need to drop like you're a journalist, like of muscle." And he was just like, "Motherfucker!" <laughs> <laughs> I just did all that He's work. Like, for did you nothing. see that beach scene yeah. when yeah. I was in the speedo? I, I, like, like when he walks out of the beach, you're like, "Jesus!" Yeah. And then you see him like in the, where he gets shot in the head, and the girl with the dragon tattoo, and he's very gaunt. He's very thin, but I mean, yeah. still muscular, but. Still very like, can, Can't you do some of that Captain America CGI? <laughs> right. Steve Rogers me. <laughs> yeah, right. Just like, reverse it. Yeah. Seriously. Like, yeah. Oh, no, wait. That's his real body? Crap. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, yeah, uh, definitely cannot be happy with that one. So I don't think... And it's we'll... a shame. That's Fetty Alvarez, who came off of Don't Breathe and the Evil Dead reboot. So Yeah, he's a good director. He's a very I don't, good director. I don't doubt that he d- did a bad... I don't think that he did a bad job Is this job based directing. on a book? Yeah. It's based okay. on an unfinished book. Is it the unfinished? Guy or because well, there's they, other books. They, no, he, the author didn't finish oh, it. Oh, but they, but they, they hired the someone to finish yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which he they put specifically out like, requested no one to finish his work. Oh. Yeah. And they were like, how much money? Oh. <laughs> well, what happened was, so he was with the same woman for like 20 or 30 years, but they never got married. Is this Steve Larson? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. yeah. And so when he died... Like he was oh. like, I don't want anybody to continue these series. Don't finish these manuscripts. Blah blah blah. And she's like, No problem. I will see to it. And then his parents were like, Yeah, but you never married him. Oh. And so that makes it our stuff, that wow. not your stuff. And so she doesn't get like any wow. of the money. Ugh. Did he Nothing. not have a will? I mean, just because they weren't I, married, he could have put I, her I in the will. Apparently, no, because oh, yeah. it all yeah. it all went to his parents, and they control the estate. That's and they bad. were like, "What's this uh, grocery list?" Yeah, the girl with the grocery list. Make that. <laughs> they just they put those uh, hard crime comics. Just put like put the did adaptations of the first three, mm. and then they just put out. I just picked it up where it's it's three issues of the one after the last book. Is it, so the girl with the dragon tattoo, the girl who played with fire, and the girl who kicked the hornet's nest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. those are so the three original. There's another. There's a. So I guess this is. A, there's a prequel and a sequel. Right. So they just put out the the sequel. I don't know what it's called. The girl who got her tattoo removed because the it was unattractive. Girl who yeah. milked the cash the, cow. Yeah, right. yeah, I believe yeah. the. I believe the fourth book was the unfinished one. 
This okay, prequel so may this have never one, even existed. It was but the fourth one, one he, he had didn't finish. Yeah, yeah okay, the, he had okay. one un, like yeah. almost finished but yeah. not complete. Have and you then ever read that book? I have not. It Ooh. was called The Girl Who. The girl that <laughs> it's like the movie does it ju- is better than the in my opinion because yeah. you know how they in that in that first movie he gets put in like he gets sued mm-hmm. to Kingdom Come because of like a, a false yeah. whatever yeah they get into like well he wouldn't fight. give his mic up that's what was the problem at the press yeah, conference right, yeah. yeah right yeah uh, but they in the book they get into. Like the financials and like get in, like it's almost like Mike, Mike, oh, Brighton, it's like, a, like getting into the science. We're like, it's like George R. R. Martin, it is, and you're just like, it's why I won't read Tom, it's why I won't read Tom Glancy novels. Oh, gosh. when they start going into the technical specs of a nuclear nope. submarine, I'm like, done, can you I'm just out. tell me how Don't to blow care. it up? That's like, all I want to uh, know, yeah. And just, there's a whole people love that, and I, that's yeah. it, but it's like, and he I, got investigated by the government. Oh, really? Because he would go and like he would read the stuff that was in the public domain. And then, like, kind of be like, well, if this works and this works, then it, you must have to do this and this to get there. Ah. And he pieced it together and, like, it was accident- it was the real stuff. Was accidentally <laughs> revealing basically classified information about about nuclear submarines. Whoops. And they come knocking on his door and they're like, how do you know this? <laughs> and he was basically like, well, I kind of figured it out. Like, and they're just like, we should fix our stuff. Yeah. They're like, do you need a job, Mr. Clancy? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm good. Uh, yeah. I've got one. He's like, does it pay this much? <laughs> yeah. <Then> yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> it will be interesting to see how the Michael B. Jordan movies are. He's going to star. Who is he? Whoever the I don't read Clancy. Jack but, Ryan. Uh, no, no Jack Rainbow Ryan's Six. Got his own thing. It's Rainbow Six. Oh, okay. And uh, whoever the main character is in that, it will be Michael B. Jordan, who I think is a great actor. Oh, so I love I'm, him. I'm excited to see how you know how that goes. Yeah, that Jack Ryan show is pretty good. I is like it? it a lot. Yeah, I heard it's pretty good. Yeah, yeah I haven't I checked it. that out yet. Yeah. So anyway. it, it's we talked about it with that. Who was that? Chris? Per- no. Evans, nope. Who's the other one? Pine. Pine? Yep. Okay. Where it's like this needs to be a show. Yeah. And then and Krasinski. Oh, I forgot it. he did one. Yeah. It, Krasinski one, nails yeah. it. Like it's he's very believable as Jack Ryan. I confuse the Jack Ryan Reacher. movies and the Jack Reacher movies because the they're the, both like spies. With yeah, the but same that first, kind of, the Jack Reacher, that first one is solid. Yeah. That second the first one. one's solid. The second one I think is fun. I'm not saying it's yeah. great, but like I mean, it just it I thought the second one was boring. It, it was all took place boring. in a hotel room yeah, or right. something. It was like I just remember them like just him and Colby Smolders not hooking up. Yeah, like well, no, it was called Jack Reacher. Never go out. Of, never leave the hotel room. Right? <laughs> right. Is that they specifically told them and told you what you were getting into? And so the director was like, "We need, yeah, we need you guys to have sexual tension." And Tom Cruise is like, sexual tension? <laughs> What's that? With a, a female with a human? Female? Yeah. <laughs> with a human, more or less. Yeah, with a human, yeah. Uh, so, anyway, uh, we'll get into Overlord uh, next episode. And uh, Girl with a Spider's Web is not coming back for any sequels anytime soon. But number six, A Star is Born, still hanging around in week six, $7.9 million. So, it almost beat A Girl in the Spider's Web opening weekend. Uh, it's a 28% drop, and it is now to 179 9 I'm going to be nice. I'm going to call it 178. No, that's very kind of you. Yeah, yeah, you're welcome. You. Yeah. Are you like giving them the rest of that money out of your own pocket or how does that work? Uh, I was going to give it out of the show funds. Oh, okay. Yeah. But uh, one, $178 million domestic, 129 overseas. So we're up over $300 million on a $36 million budget. So we're at like 10 times. That's, that's awesome. what we thought was going to happen. This thing is not yeah. going anywhere. It's yeah. even when these new, like even on these weeks where we're going to get like four new movies, this is going to be, like floating in that five to seven range. You know, I think there's it's uh, not only is it getting people that don't normally go to the movies. I think it's also getting a lot of repeat viewings. Yep. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. this is uh, it's kind of like I know it's a different genre, but it's kind of like The Greatest Showman where The Greatest Showman was just a good, enjoyable film. And this movie is a good movie. And whereas I mean, I think this is a better film, but it's in the same same regard where it's like you can just go to this movie and not think about anything in the outside world and you just see a good story with good performances and i think people are really digging seeing that this this movie reminds me of how they used to make really good movies yeah. you know that solid. tom got a, a script from a star you know the oh yeah <laughs> yeah signed by the entire orchestra the, the, the <laughs> entire orchestra <laughs> the trombone just put his spit valve yeah. and just shook it on there and delivered by hugh jackman <laughs> right. yeah <laughs> Oh, so hey, I got Zach Efron cha- traced his bicep on the thing. <laughs> Just <laughs> by the way, I got that same signed music book. By the way, so yeah, he was just using it as fodder for his new puppies. Like, great, <laughs> yeah. Oh, we, we have those two those two birds right right yeah so you, <laughs> you just tear a strip off it's yeah fine. yeah don't even uh, worry about it. it's all right i got one so it's all right I guess. 
same thing. Did you buy it off eBay? No. Oh, okay. I was given by a nice critic. By <laughs> <laughs> a nice critic. <laughs> <laughs> One of my friends gave me theirs. <laughs> As opposed to the person I do two podcasts with every week uh, that hasn't seen the movie. Do you finally watch it, right? I did. Yeah. Finally. Yeah. It was on uh, sale on Voodoo for like $5. Yeah. So I'm like, okay. And it's good, isn't it? <laughs> it was good. It's a good, and you're yeah. a musical guy. It's, yeah, it, no, it's I, solid. Like, I just never got around to seeing that. I wasn't opposed to no, it. No, totally. Yeah. yeah, it's it's a good movie. I'm telling you, like, I wasn't making it up. Yeah. Um, but no, I, I interviewed Jason Reitman because he was here for the St. Louis Film Festival, and he directed The Front Runner starring Hugh Jackman. How was so, that? Uh, Really good. Okay. Really good. Um, I don't want to get anybody in trouble. I'm just curious. I no, I think I can. I mean, it's they it's didn't out, embargo that one. It, yeah, it's out yeah. Uh, east and west coast. It came out oh, okay. election day on Tuesday. And they played it in public here. Anyone could have bought a ticket. right? And you could have bought a ticket. Oh, yeah. I so it was a screening. It's, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I gotcha. yeah. So no. Um, so yeah, I went to a screening a week before, so I could interview him and have seen the movie. But now it has been out. So uh, those performances, Hugh Jackman and Vera Farmiga. I mean, is it a return to form for Reitman? Oh yeah, good. I mean this is good. This good is his him. first uh, non. And it's about Gary Hart. I don't know if you know. What you a know. fascinating uh, story! And I'm like, how pissed must he be right now? Why? Well, because like oh. he's like, <laughs> I didn't get to be president because I had a mistress. <laughs> but that's but that's <laughs> why. Like, what he's, happened? He's, every day uh, he turns on the news and he's like, Are you kidding me? <laughs> but that's why it's such a fascinating story. So I I didn't remember this was it was in eighty eight eighty eight. Okay, yeah, yeah. okay. So obviously he was I was running a kid. against Tanner. Who who won the eighty eight? Tanner eighty eight. I think it was. Yeah, right. Was, Bush? No, it was Dole the Who was eighty eight? No, 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 no. Eighty eight was. Uh, eighty eight. Yeah, yeah, we ended Bush? up being Dukakis. Bush, Dukakis. Bush. Yeah. yeah. I can't okay. believe I'm losing to this guy. Yeah. No, but uh, candidate. But wasn't he there with Dole? Were the no um, Dole wasn't there yet. Uh, Dole, well, Dole might have ran in the primaries, but yeah, Dole I mean not been, but selected. Dole, but, but Hart was a Democrat, so yeah, he wouldn't have been right. in the primary condition. There against were a couple Dole. scenes I think where he is at like conventions with him. Like, oh, okay. like so he was like campaigning. He was in the Senate. Ex- yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, but anyway, so I didn't know the story, and it was fascinating. But so other than a fascinating story and amazing performances, but what a poignant film for the day and age that we're living in <laughs> yeah. to talk about. You know, that was the beginning of. You know, I won't say quite like TMZ, but it was like here's this this politician in his private life, and so it, it makes you think. Uh, Reitman does not paint Gary Hart as a good guy or a bad guy. He lets the audience decide. He gives you the facts. Right. He did. I mean, it's based on a book, so there's a lot of research done, and it's very true to what happened, from what I understand. And uh, he lets you decide. But it's like you know, this guy is a politician, and these reporters are infiltrating his private life. You know, not to say what he did was good or bad, but it's like, should that be an issue? Like, he was going to win. He did dare them, though. But I was going to say, he challenged them. Reitman said that. Reitman said that didn't happen. Mm-hmm. He said that that was uh, fictionalized for the story. Now, maybe it was like, maybe it was the timeline, or maybe he didn't say it just like that, but I was pretty sure he said that didn't really happen. That, that was I, remember I remember that one, because I was going to say yeah. the same thing, is yeah. that him, we were high school, him basically yeah. challenging the media, like, to I'm do, not having an affair, uh, and right. I dare you, you to catch you me. You think you can find something on me? Go yeah. ahead. Yeah, yeah, maybe it was different, because he, in the movie, he says, follow me, and so maybe he they, he didn't say, follow me, okay. yeah. or tail yeah. me, so that might have been the difference, but anyway, uh, but for this day and age and what people can get away with what politicians can say and do and get away with and like tom said you have this guy that had an affair uh the movie takes place in three weeks he's he is the front runner yeah. that's why the movie's called that uh and he was the favorite to win and in three weeks you see him go from being the front runner to what eventually happens I mean, he was, was gonna the, be the next kennedy yeah. and and they're still married yeah, which is the funny thing about it. I mean, with all that, every with everything that came out during that entire affair, he and his wife, who were married then, yeah. are still married who now. Who was the guy that they thought was going to be the front runner, and then he had that weird like yeehaw moment? Howard Dean. Howard yeah. Dean. That's the other one where it's like <laughs> he so, didn't even do anything. You just like right. woo, it, and that was no. crazy. Right? He's crazy. Get him out of there. Yeah. Right? Like, well, yeah. over. Goodbye. But, yeah, it's a great. I mean, if you don't know the story, it's fascinating. If you do know the story, you'll be able to relate to it, and it, it's really fascinating. But again, like Jackman is is awesome. I mean, we know the guy can act, and and Formiga gives a great performance. She doesn't does she's not cut anybody up with claws. You know what's great about her? She plays fraught. Yeah, better than anything else. <laughs> better than anything else she does. Is she does she play his wife? Yeah, 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 okay. yeah. yeah. And and that's that's like her wheelhouse, man. When she yeah. is like fraught and just yeah you know, crazy. <laughs> that's that's when I'm looking at her, going, "Wow, you're really really good yeah. at this." She. What was that one we saw with Liam Neeson? Where oh, she, where like she, he's on the on subway, the, on the train, or whatever. Oh. Yeah. Where she like towards the end of the movie, she Traken? starts doing that. Yeah, yeah. taking on yeah. a plane. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's on a train, <laughs> but it's taken. Right, it's right, Traken. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. Release the Traken. Stab people in the throats. 
Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was well, fun. speaking of, of political stuff, I've been listening to this podcast called Slow Burn. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it's each season they tackle a different thing. So the first season was Watergate. Watergate. I haven't listened to it yet, but I. Uh, but the second season is about the Clinton Lewinsky scandal, and it's been really good. And it's also like. Uh, it's just you can really see the origins of where we're at now ah. coming, growing out of that scandal. Interesting. It's, it's been fascinating. They tried to impeach him out. because of that? They did impeach him That's because of that. They, they, just they tried to. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they, they, just, him. they just didn't remove him from office. Right, they missed right. it by, like, what, one vote, two votes, something like that. One thing. vote was Andrew Johnson. So, yeah, it was close, but, yeah. uh, but it wasn't, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. A lot of people don't realize he was impeached. Like some people don't actually realize it because he stayed. Well, because most people right. think impeach means You're removed. Out, yeah. 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 No, yeah, impeachment is the trial. Yeah. yeah. Then, so here we are. Yeah. Yeah. Coming in at number seven, nobody's <laughs> nobody's fool. That's the uh, Tiffany Haddish film that came out last week. It made five point nine millions, a fifty-seven percent drop, twenty-three point six million dollars on that one. Nineteen million dollar budget, so it's making a few bucks. Uh, not too much overseas yet. So anyway, we'll see how that continues to hang around here. Number eight, Venom. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> still making money. We need, I, a, it, we need a superhero movie to come out to just knock this thing out of the top uh, ten. Yeah, uh, do you think Aquaman will be able to do it? Nope, but Deadpool 2 will. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, but uh, Venom made another $4.8 million in week six. God, $5 million dollars of people going to see Venom a month and a half after release. When you release. go see like, Overlord. Who... <laughs> I just don't get it. Like uh, I, I mean, I would have figured. I mean, this is one where you know usually I get pretty close with these box office trends, and I'm like, okay, Venom. If it makes a lot of money, everyone will have seen it the first week. Yeah. What are people doing six weeks later seeing it? Like, I just oh, don't. We, go. I, we missed Venom. We unless go see they're it. still buying tickets to Venom and sneaking into other stuff. But I know that's a lot for five million. <laughs> yeah, but I'm just lot, saying, yeah. like, I can't think of who still is like, hmm, what should we go see? Oh, Venom. Venom's been out for six weeks. Okay, we'll, we'll check that one out. It's interesting because it will be out on dvd soon yeah like yeah. movies come out four to eight weeks is the you know and i'm sure they're getting venom out before christmas you know to make that extra money it would be stupid not to so it's like you're this close i don't know it's, it's an interesting it one but i mean you know what they're they're making the money 4.8 million is a 39 percent drop and it brings uh, venom up to 206 million dollars domestic 344 overseas Jeez. we're up over 550 million over uh on a 100 million dollar budget whatever worldwide. hope we had of marvel getting spider-man back completely is out the door. Well, yeah, I, don't, I don't, mean it, it'll be interesting to see what they do with this, the other villains, and bringing Spider-Man into right. the fold. Now, is Spider-Man Far From Home or whatever the second one? It's, 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 it, it's MCU. That is MCU. Oh, okay, yeah. so it's interesting because I thought the idea was Homecoming would reboot it and then hand the reins to Sony. Right. But that, so MCU is still doing the second. So right. I, I, I mean, the, I, anything with Tom Holland at this point, I have to assume is MCU. But I, I just thought that that wasn't the plan. I thought it the was plan not, was to set it up and the, yeah, Feige, yeah. Feige said, let me fix it. Yeah. And then you can have him. But now I'm sure that they were. And just I like, thought that they would be able to pull him into Avengers stuff. But then it was like, but now Spider-Man is Sony. And so. but now you're going to get two, two solo Spider-Man movies, two Avengers movies three avengers movies technically you know uh civil war infinity war and mm-hmm. annihilation i don't know what else yeah. you can call this i, one. I just then, wonder what they're gonna do with this i mean this made so much money now right i can't see them not putting spider-man and venom together yeah because i, I mean that's a common maybe, maybe feige's like look i'll take another pay cut if you just give me venom yeah we'll pay you now <laughs> yeah, right. instead of we'll just taking no money dollars. we will pay <laughs> right, you right, to, right. Yeah. so we'll see what continues to happen with that one number nine halloween the movie from four weeks ago so 3.6 million is a 67 percent drop so um that is one that i guess was a little front heavy but still made a ton of money 156.5 million domestic 79 million overseas so we're up over 235 million uh, worldwide on a 10 on a 10 on a 10 <laughs> blue <Mouse> special <laughs> five million for jamie lee curtis that's five right. million for the, for the budget yeah. for john carpenter everybody yeah. had to pack their own lunches <laughs> Catering yeah, the brown bag. McDonald's. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and rounding out the top 10 is The Hate You Give with another $2.1 million, a 37% drop. That is up to $26.7 million on a $23 million budget. A couple million overseas, too. Uh, so we'll, we'll see uh, how that continues to go. But um, that's another one where I've heard nothing but good things about it. I think yeah. it's going to be getting Oscar buzz. Um, it's, I wish it was doing a little bit more, though, with given that budget. Just 
it's weird to hear as much as I've heard good word of mouth on it yeah. to see its box office. Right. So right. That's with all the good word. It's like, man, I wish it was making some more money. I think for it's just it, a but... tough thing for people to sit there and like, that's let's true. go watch this movie about cops shooting black kids. Yeah. Now like, that's just a tough. Yeah. Sell to eat like your, let eat your vegetables. Yeah. But if when it is nominated, though, hopefully it will get that surge in box office, yeah. you know, and, and get some more money if it if it does deserve it, which I'm hearing it does. So, uh, you know, that's the thing is usually once those nominations come out, which should be pretty soon, right? Isn't it? Like I don't pay attention. Yeah, I honestly don't. I want to say it's it's coming up I think pretty it's right soon. after the first of the year, isn't it? Oh, was it first of the year? I thought, I thought it was so. like. I don't think the... it was pre Christmas. No. Okay. Yeah. yeah I, I thought that's know. why I... they try to get them out like. Even before the end of the year, like I thought, because the nominations come. Sooner, I think it has to open before the it end does of the have year. to open. Yeah. Sure, so maybe it is right after yeah. the beginning. But anyway, so we'll see if that can stick around long enough to get that boost. Then, if it is coming out later, but that's the box office. Well, thank you, Kevin. You're welcome. I guess uh, let's go around the table and everyone can say where to find them. Where to find me? Yeah, like wow, your, I, your Twitter. I, you got I wish like I that? knew. I, yeah, <laughs> at, at John Grayson Radio on Twitter, and it's John with no age. There and you, uh, you can find me on the Facebooks as well. This is Joe. You can also follow me on the Twitter at Joey Butts, B-U-T-T-S 21. This is Kevin. Follow me on Twitter at Kevin R. Brackett. And this is Tom. You can follow me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. You can find the show online at uh, Facebook.com slash Real Spoilers. While you're there, join the League of Show Sharers on Twitter at Real Spoilers and, of course, on Patreon at Patreon.com slash Real Spoilers. So that's it for this one. Coming up on the next one, we will tackle Overlord. Until then, you've been warned. What's inside that compound? What do you do with those people? What are we going to find in there? We've got to get those people. That's weird. Add it to the list. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.